If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals chief fans. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Players, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle. I'm your host, Adam Bradley, today with special guest Sam Allen. Special thanks to our friends over at Lead em Up, PGC Basketball, Team Snap, and Shot Tracker for all their support of The Hardwood Hustle. Sam, today, here's an exercise for players that they can utilize to enhance their leadership um, within their team. And it's something that I've recognized for a while and something that I've included in my message to, to players as I go around and work with them. I find it really interesting. We've also been in practice, Sam, when coach has to blow their whistle and kind of reset things, right? Because the team's just not locked in. They're not engaged. They're not focused. And maybe you're trying to roll out a new set and you're having to go through it over and over and over. And we're just not sharp, right? You've been there before. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I find it interesting when the coach blows their whistle in those moments to try to get everyone reset. I've asked players over the last couple months, when they blow their whistle, is it a surprise to you? Or do you kind of sense it coming? Do you kind of feel it coming? And almost unanimously, players will all raise their hand and say, oh, no, we know when we're not sharp. We know when we're just not, not all in and engaged. And I ask the question, if you know it and it's your team, I mean, let's, let's remember, it's the players' teams. Coaches are there, but it's the players' team. It's your team. If you know it and you sense it and you recognize that it's an issue and you even feel that a whistle may be coming from the coach to kind of reset things, why haven't you stepped up and said anything? And sometimes players do say something, but in large part, they usually don't. It's like they're waiting and they're sitting for the coach to lead them, right? And, and to get them to the, another level. I've been challenging players, beat the coach. When you sense something isn't where it needs to be within the team, beat the coach to the punch. Beat the coach to the whistle. Address it before the coach addresses it. Now, the coach may still come back and reinforce it, and, and maybe with a more authoritative voice, excuse me, a more authoritative voice, have to kind of reaffirm what you just said, but make a challenge, take advantage of the potential leadership opportunity in front of you, and address it and beat the coach. I love this. You're so right, Adam, and I, we've talked about this before, but great teams are, are more player-led than coach-led, and I think that ties into what you're speaking on, and... Great, great leaders do this already. They have a pulse on, on the practice, on the workout, on the game, in the locker room. They have a pulse of what's going on. And I'll, I'll go the other way with it, too, is if, if you don't sense it, then you may not be very aware. And you may just be in your own little world. And, and great leaders aren't in their own world. They're very aware. They're, they have great vision of what's going on in practice and a drill. And... Yeah, I think it not only happens in a you run in a play to your point, Adam, your example, but also in a drill. If a drill's not sharp, if it's not on point, and, and the coach is getting frustrated, and you can feel this mounting, mounting, and then he blows the whistle and goes on a three-minute rant. Like 
great teams, they don't have to get to that point, right? They have the leaders step in, and, and they're getting guys right or getting girls in the right spots and doing the right things and doing it the right way. So it's a powerful concept, and I like the, the phrase, beat the coach. Yeah, beat the coach. Make it a competition. If coach blows their whistle and has to address the team and, no, and not one player has done it, they, they, the coach won. You lost. You know, if you want to look and at it from the a team loss, the team loss. Yeah, yeah great yeah. point. So I, I, you're so right about awareness. Like players need to be aware, aware of the surroundings. And if you really want to have your finger on the pulse of the team, you've got to be aware. But awareness is only the first step, right? Awareness. But it's when you put action to the things you're aware of, right? So if you are aware of things uh, underperforming, address it, right? Put action to it. Yeah, I, I say it's like this, Adam. Like leadership. I was just in a practice the other night, and, um, you know, it's like if a coach walked into practice with a blindfold on, okay, if they had a blindfold on, are they going to be a very good coach? No, because they they can't see what's going on, what they need to fix, what they need to correct or teach. Well, players do this all the time. They don't they don't literally put a blindfold on, but it's almost like they're just operating in practice with a blindfold hmm. on. They'll be doing a shooting, uh, partners shooting uh, drill in practice, and they're feeding the ball, and their partner's not doing the footwork right or not freezing their finish, and they don't say a word. <laughs> well, that's the same as having a blindfold on. You have eyes. We have eyes. We've got to use them. See what's going on. What's my teammate doing? What's, what's happening in this drill? And once you see it, to your point, what are we going to do after that? Yeah. And, 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 and we've got to beat the coach. And I think it's important that these messages get out to players because players need to recognize leadership opportunities. Yeah. Right? And, and those are opportunities, what you're just saying. Anytime you, you, you sense the focus is going down or you see fundamentals aren't being played out correctly with players, like these are moments like players recognize it, it's not good enough just to, to see it. You are part of the equation, right? I was listening to a podcast with Kobe Bryant yesterday, and I loved how he said, why did I get on my teammates so much, and why did I try to lead them so much? It's because their performance was a direct reflection on me. He was like, at the end of the day, like my people would say, Kobe, were your team successful? He was like, it always came back to me. So I recognized that their performance influenced me. And had an impact on my legacy and on my status within the team. He was like, therefore, their performance was my responsibility. And, and, and it's a and it's our if you're about winning and competing, like it's got to matter. Like just participating in practice isn't good enough. Like, what's your mindset going into it? Is it just like here? I'm I'm here to show up because practice is from three to five, and I'm going to just walk through the doors and do the drills that the coach gives me. Or are you coming in to be, you know, a, an impact player, an impact leader, and that that's a mind uh, mindset shift focus. Well, let's go here with it. I mean, once the player knows it, Adam, I'm not sure all players that are listening to this know how to how to act on it. Mm-hmm. And part of that's coaches, you know, teaching players how to do that. But I know there's a player episode, and so I would say the players listening right now is go to your coach and say, Coach, hey, I'm seeing this. I don't really know how to address John or Chris in this situation. Like, do I do I kind of encourage them? Do I need to come hard at them? Like, I'm not sure players have all the tools in their tool belt always, you know, even as – you know, I think back to my playing career as a high school player or college player. Like, I wish I knew the things I know now and how to communicate at a more effective level. 
And um, I think we as coaches can help players in that, but then players also going to coaches and asking for, you know, mentorship and their leadership. I, that would be an amazing first step, right? Yeah. Like if you saw that or if a coach recognized that. I'd say one other thing that, that we communicate to our players, there's a thing called the echo effect that we, that we challenge our teams to incorporate very often. So a player, let's say there is a player who does speak up in these moments, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go, guys. Hey, pick it up, pick it up. You hear that sometimes. But oftentimes, it's the lone wolf. It's one player within the team, right? You, you do have that one person that is trying to make an effort, but their voice just isn't loud enough per se. It's not powerful enough. It's not influential enough. And, and the rest of the group aren't strong enough followers because we talk about that sometimes. It's the, the, Do you mean it's, it's the wrong person saying it that maybe doesn't have the respect of the room? No, not, not necessarily even that. Sometimes it's that. But even when it is the right person, sometimes just the peer just doesn't demand the same respect and doesn't create the same change that a coach would, right? I recognize that, okay? There's different levels of the authoritative nature of their voice, right? So in that case, players, what needs to happen is the echo effect. All right, and the echo effect is anytime you hear a player moving things forward from a leadership perspective. So in this case, they'd recognize focus is down. You have a player trying to move things forward from this focus perspective. Anytime you see a player trying to move something forward in a leadership perspective, echo their sentiments, echo their statements as a team, right? So Sam says... Hey, hey, we need to pick it up. We're better than this. Let's go. Let's go. Like, let's lock in. Let's lock in. Let's be great, right? I hear that from Sam. I echo it, okay? Hey, yes, let's go. Let's go. Right now, all of a sudden, it's amplified by two, okay? And maybe it's amplified another time from one more echo. And then all of a sudden, what happens is you begin to build a momentum, this snowball effect of leadership, where it's not just Sam, the junior on the team who plays moderate minutes, who you know is still trying to find their way as a leader on the team that doesn't d- get all the respect you know from the peers. Well, now it's not just Sam's voice; it's Adam's voice. It's not just Adam's voice; it's TJ's voice. And now all of a sudden, a collection of players are all saying the same thing, and then you will see a change from the rest of the team because they feel like, okay, oh wow, I'm like, ever, we're all doing this now. This is what we're doing. So. We, we challenge players. Get into the habit of echo effect. You see a player trying to push things forward in a leadership perspective, echo their sentiments and support them. Build a louder voice. Yeah, and we say this at PGC a lot. That's what we teach players in the summer is, you know, if you don't know what to say, because oftentimes players just don't know what to say. And, and guess what they've heard their whole life from coaches? Communicate. Commu- we got to communicate. Coaches are yelling this all the time. How many coaches teach players how to communicate, or what to, or, or what to communicate? Yeah, what to say? They, you know, <laughs> and so oftentimes we just say, tell players, you don't know what to say. Listen to what your coach says, and just say what they say. <laughs> coach says, you know, get in the gap on defense. Just tell your player, get in the gap on defense. I mean, it sounds elementary and simple, but what is often simple is is not executed, and. So players, if you don't know what to say, I love what you've said, Adam, which is follow the leader, essentially. What, what is that leader saying? Let's hope they're saying the right thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. What if they're saying the wrong thing? I don't want them echoing that. So I hope, hope that the right things are being said. But usually follow the coach's lead. What are they saying? And just repeat it a lot. And, and that would be a really positive thing. Yeah, so players, here's the challenge for you. Beat the coach. 
right? Identify moments and you already know them. I promise you, you can sense them. You can feel them. Almost every player can. And if you can't, challenge yourself to start becoming more aware and, and, and looking outside the box and not just always focus in, inward. But beat the coach. Beat the coach to that whistle. Address it within your team before the coach does. Allow the coach to echo your statements, right? I think that's a powerful way to go at it, right? Like have the coach blow their whistle and say, have y'all heard what Sam, did did y'all hear what Sam just said a minute ago? He's totally right. Like let's lock in, let's engage, right? Have coaches reinforce your message, not the other way around and beat the coach to the whistle. Hey, challenge for you as a player all right step up and and take advantage of this leadership opportunity we appreciate you listening sam thank you so much for filling in for tj today i'm adam we are the harwood hustle till next time we're out